Welcome to Conversations with Ken, a podcast where we discuss relevant topics in investing. I'm Ken Crawford, Senior Portfolio Manager with Argent Capital Management. If you missed us last month, the investment team was doing a live presentation. And if you'd like to look at that presentation, you can hop on our website, Argent Capital Management, and you can see some of our latest thoughts. And you can also attach faces to the voices that you've heard on the podcast so far. One of the portfolio managers who was part of the St. Louis presentation that I just spoke about was Peter Roy. And Peter Roy, as you might remember, has been a uh, guest on our podcast, and he's here with me today. Welcome, Peter. Thanks for having me, Ken. Peter uh, is our small cap portfolio manager. He and Kirk McDonald, our mid cap portfolio manager, run Argent's SMID, which is small and mid cap strategies uh, as well. So, Peter, is there anything that has you enthused about small caps? If you go back and look at small caps relative to large caps from a price to earnings perspective, the last time that small caps were this cheap was back when the tech bubble burst during the late 1990s and early 2000s. If you purchased small caps back then, you had a phenomenal decade plus run from a returns perspective. If you pair that with discounted valuation with the expected earnings growth that looks to be on the horizon for small caps, we think that's a pretty powerful combination. And getting to the presentation that we gave last month, I think you had a slide that showed what, 30% earnings growth in 24 expected? We did. And, and that 2024 30% jump sounds pretty compelling. How does that compare to large cap stocks? Yeah, so there's, there's a couple of things that we're looking at. First, earnings for, for small caps this year have been really challenged as we came out of the tough COVID comparisons from 2021 and 2022. Uh, you also have analysts that have been really sandbagging earnings estimates for this year as the economy was largely anticipating some type of economic slowdown. Small caps tend to be more economically sensitive mm-hmm. than large caps, and therefore they've taken really the brunt of that slowdown projection. Now what we've seen so far through the first half plus of this year is that the economy has remained fairly resilient even in the face of heightened interest rates, uh, inflation has really trended down nicely and sentiment around a steep economic slowdown has changed. And small cap earning estimates for 2024 have been the beneficiary of that. And that's why you're seeing such a robust growth estimate for next year. You talked about being hit by COVID. One of the things that was part of COVID or trying to get us out of that and the recession that it caused was considerable government spending. Uh, infrastructure, etc. Some of the companies in the large cap portfolio we have specifically because we think they're going to be beneficiaries of that spend coming from the government into uh, the economy. Any stocks or exposures that small cap has in that area? Sure. Yeah, and you're, you're definitely right about that, Ken. There's been plenty of focus by the federal government in that area. Uh, You have the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, the Inflation Reduction Act, and the Chips and Science Act. The goal of these spending programs is to fund transportation-related projects, uh, 
energy and power build out. Uh, couple that with reshoring activities as right. it relates to the research and manufacturing of semiconductors, uh, just to name a few. I'll mention a couple businesses that we've owned uh, in our small cap strategy well before the spending boom came about, hmm. but this should be a nice, a nice growth kick that we should see from these projects moving forward. The first is Herc Holdings. Uh, Herc is an equipment rental company. They provide all sorts of equipment to job sites, anything from aerial work platforms to air compressors to earth moving equipment to storage containers. It's, it's pretty easy, we think, to see why Herc's equipment will be in demand for years and years to come as these projects roll out. Uh, the second business I'll mention is ICF International. They're a global consulting services company that derives a, a very large piece of their revenue from federal government projects. The areas of their business that are most positively impacted by these recent federal spending mandates are climate, environment, and infrastructure consulting services. ICF also has exposure to information technology and digital transformation work for the federal government. I think as we all know, the federal government has been woefully behind on updating their IT systems and the opportunity for a company like ICF to help modernize that infrastructure is very significant. Hmm. Well, both sound very, very interesting and I would imagine long runways, Absolutely. especially given the spend that we expect. Any other stocks or areas in your portfolio that have you particularly interested at the moment? Yeah, I think I'd, I'd point out some of our investments in the financial sector. Uh, from a se sector perspective this year, financials have been the worst performing group within the small cap universe, and that's mainly due to, to banks, which we all know have had a tough time here over the first half of the year. Uh, but we've had some nice successes with several of our financials, a couple of those that we like that we currently own. Uh, first is One Main Holdings. Uh, this business offers personal loans to less than prime credit score consumers. They provide a very valuable service to a large and growing section of the population that is underbanked and underserved by the traditional lenders out there. OneMain has taken a consistent, conservative approach to running its business throughout the business cycle, which is something we appreciate as long-term investors. Right. Uh, the next one is Hamilton Lane. Uh, Hamilton Lane is an alternative asset manager. They allocate capital to private equity, real estate, private credit, and real assets. We think that the long-term outlook for the alternative asset managers is quite favorable. And a company like Hamilton Lane has exposure to very large and growing pools of capital at a time when the investing landscape should provide a setup for nice returns moving forward. So a couple areas, infrastructure related, and then financials where, as you mentioned, investors have been a little bit less enthused of late, so maybe a, a chance to get some cheap stocks uh, moving upwards. That's right. Sounds like it could be a lot of fun next few years to come. We hope so, we think so. Okay, Peter, well, thank you very much for being my guest, and thank you all for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please let us know, and otherwise, we'll talk to you in a month. Thank you for listening to Conversations with Ken. For now, stay safe, stay well, and thank you for investing your time with us. 
This podcast represents opinions from portfolio managers of Argent Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor, and reflect the portfolio manager's judgment on the date of this podcast and are subject to change. The podcast is meant for informational purposes only, is not intended to serve as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is also not a research report and is not intended to serve as a basis for any investment decision. All investments involve risk, and the past performance of a security or financial product does not guarantee future results or returns. Investors should consider their investment objectives and risk carefully before investing.